what are the criteria to look for in a fund as a halal conscious investor? Number one, you obviously want healthy returns. Number two, you want these returns to be steady and predictable. Number three, you want low fees. And number four, obviously, you want these returns to be Sharia compliant. There are funds that cater specifically to Muslim investors. And for your convenience, I'm going to tell you which ones I think are the best out of the five candidates that I have slated to examine today. And those five candidates are Amana, Iman, Wahid, Sharia Portfolio, and Azad. All right, so let's compare the five different funds based on the criteria that we mentioned. For the best fund, we're going to give them a score of five, and then the second best fund will give them a score of four, and so on. At the end, we'll add up the scores of all the funds from all the different criteria and see which fund scored the highest. So starting with returns, we'll look at the period between January of 2020 until the end of October of 2023. And let's say you invested $10,000 in each of the five funds. At the end of October of 2023, you would have, so after basically four years, you would have $11,182 in Iman and Azad, you would have slightly more than that. Wahid, you would have substantially more, $15,200. And with Amana, you would have $15,379. And with Sharia Portfolio, you would have 15482 So the top three, Sharia Portfolio, Amana, and Wahid, are very close in terms of return. And the bottom two are also very close. Now, I wanted to see inflation-adjusted. How did these funds do? So one of the big purposes of investing your money is to protect your purchasing power from inflation. So how did these funds do in terms of protecting purchasing power from inflation? Actually. Iman and Azad did not protect your purchasing power from inflation. In fact, your annualized return inflation adjusted in these two funds for the period mentioned would be negative. So actually with Iman and Azad, they didn't do the most basic task of any investor, which is to protect the funds from inflation. With Wahid, Amana, and Sharia Portfolio, you did have positive inflation-adjusted annualized returns, which is good. With Sharia Portfolio, the best-performing fund, you had just under 7% inflation-adjusted return. So that's the annualized return over this period. With Amana, 6.74, and with Wahid, 6.41. And by the way, if you were to adjust the period of comparison, you may end up with a different ranking for these top three funds because they're so close to one another. Just something to keep in mind. You can basically consider them almost the same in terms of returns. The next criteria is consistency. So for this, we're going to look at how much volatility in returns did the different funds experience during the same period. And even though Azad and Iman had the smallest returns, they also had the highest volatility, which is the opposite of what should happen. Typically, volatility is the price you pay for higher returns. But in this case, Azad and Iman had both the lowest returns and the highest volatility, which is not good for an investment fund. Wahid Sharia portfolio had very close to one another in terms of the volatility of their returns. And even Amana was close to them, but it edged them out. So Amana was the most consistent, the most stable in terms of a price amongst the five funds. 
Sharia portfolio came in second place with Wahid in third place again. Now let's look at the fees of the funds. And ironically, Iman and Azad have the highest fees. So Iman has an expense ratio of 1.29% annually, which is bad. That's really high. Typically, 1% is considered on the higher end. Azad, slightly less than 1%, so 0.99%. They're the second highest. And as we saw, they also had the second lowest returns. Iman had the worst performance. For Amana Wahid and SP funds, so Amana is higher than Wahid and SP funds. Amana has a 0.91%, which is considered on the higher end. So it comes in third place. Wahid and SP funds are essentially the same in terms of their expense ratio. So Wahid has a 0.5 expense ratio. Sharia portfolio funds has 0.49 percent annualized expense ratio and i wouldn't be surprised if sharia portfolio i'm not actually sure which one came before the other but if sharia portfolio just looked at what is the lowest fund let me go less than them for one basis points i wouldn't be surprised if that was the case although i'm not sure all right, now the fourth criteria is Sharia compliance. And this is basically looking at how do the top 10 holdings of each of these five funds fare when compared to practical Islamic finances standards for stock screening. And I was pretty disappointed with the results of most of these funds. Azad actually had the highest comfortable rating. So eight out of 10 of their top 10 holdings were comfortable by PIF standards. Amana and Iman were tied for 50%. Wahid and Sharia portfolio funds were tied for 40% each. And what struck me when I was comparing the Sharia compliance of the top 10 holdings is how much in common or how many holdings were in common between the top three performers and even with Iman. So if you look at Apple, for example, we hold it as uncomfortable in PIF. It's actually in Amana, it's in Iman, it's in Wahid, and it's in SP funds. And the same with Microsoft. It's common between these four funds. Azad differs from these funds. Now, you may be asking, hey, Azad actually performed quite poorly as it relates to returns and almost everything else, but yet it has the highest Sharia compliance. Is there some tax that Sharia compliance implies? No, the reason why it scored the highest with Sharia compliance is because it had the least concentration in large cap holdings. So larger companies tend to skew towards uncomfortable ratings because they tend to have many products and many services and the more products and services that you have the higher the likelihood is that one or some of them are dealing with things that are haram so actually sharia compliance tends to skew towards the smaller companies or mid-sized companies and away from larger cap companies but you can still find many large cap companies that are completely sharia compliant and have performed quite well. And in fact, if you look at the PIF growth portfolio, just as evidence that Sharia compliance does not inversely correlate with returns, year to date, we've returned more than 60%, actually closer to 66%. So it is absolutely possible to 
remain Sharia compliant and uh, outperformed by a wide margin. All right, so we've gotten to the part that you've been waiting for, which is the final ranking of all the funds based on the criteria that we mentioned. And in last place, we have Iman with a total score of 8. In fourth place, we have Azad with a total score of 10 although Azad has scored the highest in terms of Sharia compliance. Wahid comes in third place with a score of 13. And the fund that comes in second place, the runner-up, drumroll please, Amana comes in second place with a score of 16. And in first place, Sharia portfolio edges it out by the smallest of margins with a total score of 17. If you'd like to follow my PIF growth portfolio and other portfolios that we invest our real money in, check out the link in the description. Leave a like, subscribe for more content like it. And until next time, take care of yourself. Assalamu alaikum and peace be upon you all.